I'll give a bit of an instruction to play a game and uh, you yes. try and guess her, Paige. So. I'm going to try and guess her. Right, so, the first... Guess first... me, even though I'm next to you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin the magic. <laughs> so, the, fir- the first fact is, she once cracked her head open on a night out by dive-bombing a man's wheelchair. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Second right. fact, she's got a twin. No way. Yeah, she's got a twin, but he would say he's the oldest. <laughs> and then the third guess. one is... When we first met, I thought that she was a bitch. <laughs> Can you guess who it is? I feel like everyone has that with their friends. Is it Tula? Is it Tula? Hello, Tula. Hello. Hello. Here I am. Is he here? Like, is she like, It is mic. true. Sorry, I'm like I hogging the mic today. I'm literally here. Like, I'm hogging the mic. Sorry. But um, we'll just, we'll clear up the last facts a little bit. So I love her now. Don't get me wrong. But when we first met, she was basically and you would have loved me I would have loved you if I noticed you know it was a classic case of judging a book by its cover like by its cover like, obviously blacks, I looked blacks. like a massive bitch honestly you oh, did okay. but in school like I sort of judged her from across the courtyard she judged me you know it was one oh, of them and then we worked together we met in a, well we didn't meet but we worked together I'm going to be a, honest I'm going to jump in I thought Maddie was a massive slut <laughs> because she only had boyfriends well here it is this is the thing oh. here we go but here it is. It. but we worked together in a <laughs> little burrito place and oh, yeah. we our love grew from there we, we just did. we fell in love we and over taco how was everyone's week tula should we start with you we'll how's your tula. week what have you been up to oh i've had a lovely week oh, that's good I've to hear just been off off work <laughs> yeah oh. for one week oh, and i went good. to devon which was lovely <gasps> Love devon. just did a bit of a lovely. touring ra- <laughs> Didn't say anything. Did a bit of lovely. <laughs> I feel like we're not even going to get bloody two minutes out of this. That makes sense. <laughs> so lovely. Cut everything. So yeah, my week was a lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a bit of a traumatic week, week, girls. What's wrong with your week? My neighbour's cat got run over and we all <gasps> witnessed it. No. Yeah. Are you no, I'm the serious. The cat with the ruffle. The cat with the Edwardian ruff. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, my sister came to stay with her boyfriend and her, my niece. And basically, we were like unpacking their car. And all of a sudden, the cat ran out in front of the road and a car just went past. It got hit by both tyres. Like it got mangled in the road. Oh. <laughs> But oh. we basically had to like run it to the vet, like get it sorted out. It was like bleeding in a box in my arm. It was just, it was a very stressful situation. And like he's, he is still alive. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. But he's still alive. Oh, but ghost. Yeah. I don't know. He might, it's he's not, not he's hit I don't know if he's going to be good, but he is alive. Doesn't so what, sound like is his legs broken? One's or? broken, but like oh, one, shit. he has like no feeling in it. So I think one of them is they've got like oh, chop off really or something. He is really sad. And he's a very I sweet ran over cat. A once. Oh. <laughs> so uh, anyway, enough on roadkill. That oh was God, a bit traumatic. Back to drugs. What have I done for my <laughs> week? My what have week you done, Paige? What can, can you top us? Huh? <sighs> I don't think uh, I can top that. To be honest, I've not really done much. Just put painting, hanging out with mum. Oh, nice I had to do like I was telling you before we started recording consultancy for mum. Oh. Like, people walk into the shop and they're like, my mum does interior design. If people don't know. They walk in and they're like, we want a blind. And I'm like, right, well, mum's not here today. I'm working for her. Do you want me to help? And they're like, yeah. no, we want jazz. And I'm like, apparently 
exactly what we look alike. So they literally walk in, they're like, hi, Jazz, I might be being racist this page. <laughs> no, seriously. The round people that walk <laughs> past. No, they do. They oh, look through the window and they're like, the Jazz. Oh, no, that's not Jazz. <laughs> yeah, Is but, it because she's no, black? No, <laughs> <laughs> we're not the same. That's the same. That's literally what happens. Like, they just wake up, people. Age difference. <laughs> it's that's rude. what I mean. Like, obviously, it's great for mum because she thinks, oh my god, god she, everyone thinks that I'm young. But it's really awkward for me because I'm like, just people think I'm old. But I'm like, some people think that I'm at school. Well, One person was like to me, oh, so you at you at college? Then I'm like, well, no, going to third year of uni. But whatever. Well, by the by, I mean, we, me and Petula actually have quite a funny story about age. Oh, this is actually <laughs> which is like, this one's quite funny. So we were on holiday last year in croatia and basically if you know me you know i get tonsillitis like once a week so i had really bad tonsillitis in croatia and tula basically i'm so sorry (laughs) tula had to find a doctor right so long story short she like ran around croatia finding me a doctor and basically we went in it was like some flat but we went down to like the basement and there was like no one there There was like lights flickering on and off students (laughs) exactly but like it was like something like american horror story we went in to his office he had like plastic surgery certificates all over the walls i was like am i getting a nose job like what's going on here then he was wearing these like what are they called spectacles yeah spectacles. like teeny ones yeah like ones you think eyes. you're getting like a horror film yeah. and then he turned to Tudor and went is this your mother <laughs> <laughs> And I was thinking, I must have clearly looked 12 and And you you must have looked about 35. What the fuck? And I was like, like, who is is appreciative of that statement? Which one is old? Which one's like, what's happening? I couldn't stop laughing because at which point he literally had Maddie's nostrils. (laughs) He had these clamps. And he was like opening my nostrils. Um, (laughs) Let's let's get, so let's smack into it. So Tula's got a bit of a story this week. Yeah, that's well, why we today, brought her on. We we've got a bit of a story time with Tula. We talk about sort of drug <clears throat> use within the UK, young people's yeah. drug use and sort of pros and cons of legalising yeah. weed, that sort of stuff. Yeah, today. just discuss the sort of just like conversations around drugs, that sort of thing. So if you want to take the floor, Tula, uh, you want, tell you want us me a to story. tell my story, do you? Yeah. To be honest, um, <laughs> it was a weird one, actually. Yeah. It was... It was three years ago because it was a it was literally a a week, wasn't it, before I was due yeah. to go travelling. Did I mention I went travelling? Oh <laughs> sorry to travel Yeah, so basically about it would have been three years ago, went to this well, didn't plan on doing any drugs before we went, but we went to this um it was an underground rave in Brighton. Oh, oh. yeah, I know. It was crazy. Go, it go, Give go. me skins vibes. I know. And um long story short is I took a badgie badgie. <laughs> Took a badgie. <laughs> bad batch is what I meant to say. Took a bad batch. Um of what I thought was MDMA. Um, I literally hadn't done drugs before it, so I didn't really know what I was doing. Oh, no. Um, and it all went a bit it wrong. Up, yeah. yeah, and I ended up in hospital. Um, it was pretty traumatic. I was mm. literally... I was basically fighting for my life for three days. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. It was scary um, at the time. Uh, so the people that I was with got hold of my parents and they came up and they were distraught. Obviously, they yeah they thought they were going to lose me. So yeah. So it was oh god. Pretty. It was and so you, had, you said you were in hospital for three days. Yeah. So 
and that yeah, was just was you were like basically complete, like, like completely unconscious, unconscious for those unconscious. yeah i was it was i was basically in a coma state yeah. wasn't i like I remember it was it was well spot, scary so. because I I I think I was coming back from uni that weekend or something wasn't I? Yeah, or like Bristol or something, and you were supposed to be picking me up for a a work do, and I was on the train and like you weren't replying, weren't replying, weren't replying, and I was just thinking like what like it was it's weird of you right. not to reply. So I remember messaging because I knew you'd been out with like one of a friend of ours. So I remember I messaged her and then she was just like yeah. Tula hasn't woken up in like three days. No one knows whether she's yeah. gonna live or not. And it's yeah. just like ten minutes before Guildford Station. I was just like, "Fuck, bit rude, really." Yeah. Bit rude. Yeah. And bit I was rude. just thinking, it's just a bit selfish. How am I gonna get home without my lift? <laughs> I was just ten minutes selfish. before Guildford yeah. Station. I'm like, "Fuck." So I was like, "Might as well not come." Honestly, no. All right, just be in a coma then. It's <laughs> <an> excuse, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bitch. Stupid Honestly. girl getting herself in a coma. No, but yeah, I, it was I, really scary. I didn't oh, even know shit. what the year was when I when I, no. when I came around. She was I, so had, I, I was so confused. Had no idea who anyone was. That's terrifying. Um, like like something out of a movie. Like you literally didn't know who people were. I didn't know who. Yeah, when I when I woke up, I didn't have a clue where I was. What had wow. happened? Um, I still don't remember any anything that had happened so that day. Sort of thing. within that last like 24 hour period don't have a clue yeah no 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 so what what do you remember you remember going to brighton to this rave you're like right we're going to this rave remember like about to take the drugs and then and then that is like no i don't even remember taking the drugs i don't don't remember remember being in the venue i don't remember any of it i i literally remember going on this night out and i only um know sort of what happened by people telling me what i did um, I have yeah literally so it was literally like yeah. I'm going on this night out and yeah. then next thing you know you're in a hospital I saw bed. pictures that I'd taken from the night Amazing. and uh, <laughs> bit funny but it's not um, I literally looked horrendous and I'd taken them myself so obviously I wasn't <laughs> sorry <laughs> I've taken them myself and I still look shit well that was yeah. the last thing I think you sent me was like a really weird picture of yourself like, yeah. like two nights before eyes were like through the roof yeah. what the night the before she it was, no it was night, on yeah. the night but it was like oh, two right. nights before I'd come home so yeah. she she had messaged uh, me like the whole day afterwards but I, I just thought she was hung over or something I yeah. think in hindsight it, it was rid- it was ridiculous the, um, the amount <laughs> I took without even realizing I'd taken it, but it's so it's just so difficult with mm. with like it. What it was was an MDMA pill, and yeah. you have no idea the quantity of what's what's in it. So I think you don't know. This, this is a, like I think an important thing to touch upon now. So I think like maybe going sort of into like so many the pressures of drugs and stuff like that. But yeah, like mm. it's the fact that you don't really know especially with pills and stuff like that what is inside them can i just ask when you sorry like yeah doing that when you said oh this is the first time you were taking drugs is this like you're saying first time you're trying like hard drugs or you were just like i'm gonna go on night out like all you've done before is drinking and you decided to do something like what was your sort of mindset before like, i'm just gonna have a fun time just have a pill like oh when i when we went we weren't planning on on like doing mm. a load of drugs mm. and it it wasn't that the um it wasn't the friendship group encouraged me they hadn't done it they hadn't done it either and i think that was the whole thing we were a little bit naive as to what we were yeah. doing and we thought oh it's an underground rave everyone will be doing it, it you, maybe it's the scene where we sort of need to do it right and i think that's the worst thing feeling like you should need to do drugs t- for the environment mm. yeah it's like a yeah it's horrible 
and also think like lack of knowledge about i'm not saying like people like necessarily know a lot about drugs before they do them but i think also like lack of knowledge about the better like what to take what not to take sort of stuff like that also Mm. wasn't there as well so it made it more dangerous Mm. for sure i was just wondering like you mentioned has this like changed your perspective on looking at drugs like do you have a different view has it really like changed the way you look at things are you a bit more like well just be careful what's sort of your view on drugs now yeah 100 i know for sure i would never i mean i know 100 hands down i would never touch pills ever again yeah the idea of it actually does scare me yeah um you just you just don't know what's in it and that's not to say that i would ever be judgmental over anyone that does take pills because i i can see the hype because i I get the feel, the feeling around it. It's like you mm-hmm. know, it, it's like being crazily drunk and having this great time. And I'm sure if you've yeah. had positive experiences, it's great. But for me, it was a life. It could have been such a life changing thing for my family. Mm. Yeah, could have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh my God. Could have been dead. Ha ha. Could have been dead. Got to laugh. You got to cry. Ha, yeah. <laughs> got to laugh while you cry. No, that's but so true. I wanted to ask you as well. Like in the situation, yeah. do you think there's ever like blame to put on people, or would you always look at it? I would never. I would yeah. never blame. Um, I think maybe in a different situation to my like these were my friends that I was out with. Um, I would never put any of the blame on. At the end of the day. Not that I remember, but I obviously chose to put mm-hmm. what, that substance into my mouth. And th- however, I do think there are instances where peer pressure does take a massive um, part on why people do drugs and it is scary. And I yeah. I would never personally ever put any pressure on anyone to do anything they felt I'm yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. I think if you have a good group of mates anyway, yeah. there's peer pressure in that sense of, go on, finish your drink. And then there's peer pressure in, I want you to take this pill. I think there's a different level. Yeah, I think different. if you have a good group of mates and you trust them, usually that shit doesn't really happen. Yeah. Do you know I think what I mean? peer pressure isn't as simple as being like, oh, go on, do yeah, it, do it. Yeah. I think it can be a little, it's 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 saying things like, oh, go on, you'll have a good time, you'll have such a better time by doing this. Yeah, mm, for sure. And even that, it's like, well, am I not having a good time? Am I not having, I know. is this not, am I, I, wanna, not I definitely want yeah. to talk Fun about enough. that. <laughs> I think as well, like with pressures, sort of going into maybe like the pressures at school, uni, like when- People. Talking to like both everyone here, like where it's like everyone here, like there's twelve of us. Yeah. <laughs> talking to all the girls, all of my fans, the fans. Like I think it'd be maybe interesting to talk about like our experiences and when we first like tried drugs or like what, what mm-hmm. like when did we try it in groups stuff like that. Maybe be an interesting to talk, talk about. Yeah. I mean, when I said earlier uh, I'd never done drugs before, I mean I didn't really mean ever. <laughs> <laughs> you just gone from like drinking I meant, cider. Someone's changed their shoe. There's like drinking cider into a field, then straight like, into a pill. pill. <laughs> She's never done a pill before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, do you know what? When I first took a path of marijuana, oh, <laughs> I know. I reckon I was God about. I don't know. It was school. Six, I think. I, how I reckon? I we probably tried it about the same similar time, age. Like 16, 17? About 15, 16, I think. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, I, I think someone was like, "Oh, yeah. do you want to try it?" And I was like, "Okay." 
Yeah. And then, yeah. Like, died. To be fair, because <laughs> me and Tudor went to the same school, and I remember, like, in year 10, 11, especially, like, it was a massive thing. Was it? Yeah, it was like, really everyone big. smoked. Yeah, everyone smoked. And I remember, especially, like, I don't want to drop her in it, but my sister, obviously, you she was, she was young it. at the time. I won't say which one, but <laughs> she was young at the time. Like, she dabbled in it a little bit. So okay. I think when I saw her, like, I did it more then as well. So I think it's sort of... I think what is important to say now before we carry on though is like I think it would be naive of us to sit here and say that you don't experiment when you're young no, and I'm like I wouldn't 100%. ever sit here and be like you can't do drugs on that because I'm saying I don't I don't necessarily think that drugs are the best for you and all, all of that business but I think you can't you can't sit here and say that no one's experimented because like nine out of ten people that I know have at mm. least tried them. Yeah. I think, you know, but you know what? If you never want to try it, then and that's absolutely, absolutely fine. fine. Yeah. And if you do want to, so be it. But the only thing I'd say is, obviously, from that experience, I just, if you're going to do it, just try. Not that you can be careful with that careful yeah. with pills, but. But there I, are the safer There is a ways. lot. If you're going to do it, there are safer ways to do it. Yeah. So. It's just so easy to get your hands on. That it sounds. Is. It, it is. Different. If. I wanted to get my hands on drugs. Not that I would, you know, do it every every week, but it's very easy. It's so to, easy to. So easy, I especially I think in a uni environment as well. Oh my, god, oh my yeah. god, university is the worst. Like you can literally, like people, you, you, you just if one deal is easy as can deliver it. Oh, it's all right. Twelve more. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Um, sort of going like from that like did you take drugs in a group like you were saying like, everyone was smoking yeah. in your school like do you think it's not weirder but do you think it's more common to smoke or take drugs in a group rather than in an individual setting yeah 100% I think for me like coming off of that like I'm not someone who's like a massive drug user or anything like that I think no. when I've, whenever I've sort of done drugs it's been very sort of randomly and sort of I wouldn't say I've been Sporadic. peer pressured, but I think it's more it's very much if like the people, whole group if the whole said, group's doing do it, it yeah. then you almost feel like you don't want to be left out of their you don't buzz. Want to be the only one. As weird as that sounds, yeah. because when if you're like drinking and everyone else is on drugs, oh my god, you are. It's a different vibe, yeah. and I'm not saying that that means that you should take drugs. Everyone no. else is doing drugs but i'm saying like for me personally maybe i did feel the pressure more from myself to be like come on maddie you know i'll have a good time and all this sort of thing but at my school it wasn't really i didn't get into sort of drugs at school i think my first time dabbling would have been like college time and sort of a lot of people were like but they got into it at college because you, you've been doing it since like year 10, year 11 and I was there like, oh, what do I do? So, it makes me sound bad. But, um, but yeah, no. it was sort of college time and then we went to Amsterdam. Oh my God, <laughs> we don't need to tell them our dark past. We don't need to talk about that. I mean, there's quite a funny story in there. Should I tell that story? I don't know if I want to out myself to the world. I don't know if I want to out myself but Tudor has just ousted herself. All right, okay. Well, so, so in our youth, okay, and as we say, in our youth. we're not condoning oh, drugs. In our youth. But we basically in college, (laughs) (laughs) mummy. In college, we sort of we had me, me and Paige had a bit of an experimentation time period okay yeah. and we went on a trip to amsterdam and obviously Which is the end of a levels we celebrate in fairness to us it's legal there they sell it in shops okay so this is where i feel so fine this they is do the thing like shops. we did it in a legal i never would have done it <laughs> we were like i'm not a bad person no i'm not a bad but it was a legal scenario but basically us and a few of the girls had a bit of a good time the funny, there the were funny truffles bit was like, involved I'm... so 
we get there and we, we you know obviously like like Maddie said smoking weed is legal so we're doing yeah. that and then we decided to buy some truffles which are also legal in, in Amsterdam and we were in this hostel which is fucking expensive by yeah, the way no, <laughs> we got... keep emphasising the fact it's legal when you've literally <laughs> been talking about smoking weed at the back of the RE blog can I add it was legal and there's like six of us we t- t- decided to take these things you guys are having a great time and I wasn't really feeling anything so I was like I'm just going to take a bit more like, we yeah, bought loads Paige had a rookie mistake like, and sort of yeah travels. I was like, she, didn't, not... she didn't wait for it to hit she was sort of like, was impatient and anything. had more I was like this is boring so I was like right more so I just like kept taking it and everyone's like maybe stop and then the other people were like yeah do you remember they were like well, because we were all just waiting like we were just like Paige calm down <laughs> and I was like, like, like you know like um, Bruce Bogtrotter when he's like eating the cake <laughs> I think at this point I remember them me me and one of our friends no me and my friends were telling you to stop so me and the other girl had more because we were trying to stop Paige from having more so like you guys you had loads so I was like shit like I'm not having as much as fun as these guys like what's happening we're playing pool and this is what I'm saying like I basically had a bad trip yeah and i like if people know like i get quite anxious i'm mm. like out myself there and i got quite anxious and i started going like towards the back of this room mm-hmm. and i started <laughs> i started it's not funny, it's physically funny. no i physically like, I, I, no, I'm physically going towards the back of the end imagine it's like a public place with pool darts like a bar and everyone's like staring at me i thought people were staring at me she thought, thought everyone in the room i thought was, like, everyone staring was staring at me oh. and like maddie and these group of girls were like laughing in my face like, imagine like close up like this close laughing in my face and like coming closer and closer like keep coming into me and i don't know yeah, what was about to happen add on to something, and it that? just it made it made my heart go so fast and yeah. i was like i feel like i couldn't escape like i felt like the room was closing in but it, what, and it felt what, smaller yeah. and apparently my lip was but that was what was so what was actually going on is we were actually laughing and they quite were. close to her so it wasn't actually her thinking about it but it was because Paige's lip was going crazy and obviously at this point we were all coming up so we were like what the fuck's going on like my lip was just like moving really fast yeah it was it was quite a funny one i mean i've got to say i don't know how close you were to me but you guys are like oh like leave it it's fine i was like guys no i'm not having a fun time i was sort of (laughs) running around the streets thinking i was stevie nicks it was raining glitter (laughs) and there were flowers everywhere (laughs) this is the big thing like because it's it's an awkward topic to talk about because i know people are like there's no safe way of taking drugs and i do completely appreciate the argument Mm. but like what we were saying earlier about safer methods if you are going to dabble there are like websites on the internet where you can look up Mm -hmm. what pills are really bad like which ones are going around at the moment that are going to like kill you and stuff like that and yeah i think you can actually get them off amazon you can get testing kits yeah yeah. i'm pretty sure yeah like testing kits it's basically like ph i I don't have it just around but like i know you can get these like they're basically test the ph sort of acidity Something maybe the, the only issue i would I say know, the only issue sure, i would but... say about that is i like I think that's really good and it's important to know what sort of drugs you are taking but the only thing is, is like when you're in like a club setting or a uni setting or something yeah. and someone's there and they're offering drugs we don't have to like out ourselves and be like oh i've done this drug i haven't done that drug but let's be frank we've all had that experience where we've been in a situation where you've literally been offered a drug yeah in that moment and it's like 
you can't be testing the pH then. No. You don't need yeah. 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 to get off my test. Just on yeah. yeah. But yeah. in but that sense, like, you want to look cool and be like, yeah, of course I've done it. Like, let me give it a go. Yeah. But then there's some points where. And it goes into the pressure. I do think there's certain points. But then I guess hopefully the person that got it in the first place, hopefully they tested it as well. Yeah, I don't know. This is thing you never trust. And I think, like, if you are going to try drugs, and I'm not saying you should from listening to this, but I'm saying if you are. I would always make sure that you put these things in place before mm. trying them. Like, don't trust other people. I also think you can only trust yourself in these situations, and even then, you can't really because obviously you're not the one that's mm. making yeah. it. And this is what makes drugs you're just so dangerous. And I think yeah. if somebody says, "Oh, it's fine. Look, I'll do it too," no, that's well, tricky. it doesn't mean anything because your body yeah. could react just, differently. What, I was just about it's to say, like, as... your body may react so differently. Like, yeah. you had no idea that was going to happen to no. you. And you know how a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm lucky. Like, I'll just and take the it." And I was with the same thing and yeah, they were okay exactly. and it's the same as if i told you right now now i've just downed a bottle of vodka you'll be fine yeah it's not yeah. the same no. see i'm so sensitive and i'm like the kind of person to be like it'll just be my like i'm just unlucky yeah. it would be like my like, i would be like her oh, like, i'd just yeah. be i'd be you're a talking to me the yeah queen of like, <laughs> like anyone's like oh, yeah. it's fine though like, it doesn't hurt like just take a bit of drugs and i'm like yeah but yeah. i will literally be dead though mate like, no, first time taking that. mdma coma <laughs> yeah but i think this is the thing like we're not we're not sitting here by any means being like oh well we've tried stuff like whatever like that like i think it's really important to say like because we know realistically people that are younger than us or people even the same age as us are going to dabble so i think it is important to realize ways in which you can make it safe i want to get like broader why do you think just talking about like alcohol consumption because alcohol is a drug and it's legal and we take it quite regularly especially at uni it's such a regular thing Mm -hmm. it's like for me like every wednesday and it's like every friday or it's like just oh do you want to go to the pub like it's so normal for you to have a week at uni where you almost drink every night if you think about it you're like oh yeah do you think that our alcohol dependency is anywhere near sort of like our addiction to drugs or our sort of take on drugs like why is it different why do we see it in a different way i personally think it's worse alcohol or drugs alcohol okay because i know obviously in the sense of if you have a bad situation with a drug you can just die there and then like it's more instant i think with drugs which obviously isn't ideal at all and isn't great but i think we've we've binge drinking i couldn't tell you one person i know that hasn't got an issue with binge drinking and i think it's easy Mm. to sit there and think oh well it's just uni it's fine with drinking but like it's it is like a dependency like when you're out you need to Mm. drink to the point like i know it's like a social so many and i I think it's a british thing as well because so many like who do you know who hasn't blacked out on a night out who do you know who hasn't thrown up who do you know who hasn't got themselves in a really vulnerable situation from drinking then where does where does does that do you think we've actually got an issue because that's why we end up going to drugs because it's like you know you have to like get the next level up it's like when you get drunk for the first couple times oh "Oh, this is good and then you get to the point where you're so used to getting drunk you're like i'm not feeling yeah that like high that i want so that's why you go to drugs you want to just be completely out of control Yeah. yeah and it's quite scary actually when you think about it I didn't want to almost feel anything I just wanted to be so out but what's really really weird though is that there's points in my life where I've been really drunk and I've actually not enjoyed it though when I'm super out of control like I actually feel really 
really vulnerable. I don't yeah. know if you've ever felt like I'm like, why have I put myself in yeah. so out of control? You're like, I don't know what day it is. I don't know where I'm walking to. Where mm. are my keys? Like, yeah. I hate being so out of control. And you put yourself in that position. I'm like, why have I spent this much money just to feel sick the next day? It's mm. a weird one. Isn't it? I really think it depends on mentality. And I think like mental health and stuff comes massively into this because mm. I think, especially as you know, a lot of people say that we're the generation that have really bad mental health issues in terms mm-hmm. of like anxiety, depression, stuff like that. I really think they go so part and parcel with drug and alcohol abuse because it's the same as like in college like I was saying in the other podcast like when I had like issues of bereavement and stuff like I'd get so fucked up like drugs and alcohol because you just don't want to think about that and I think it really goes hand in hand with that how you're feeling yeah Yeah. but it's so shit though isn't it and I definitely think I did that when I was 18 I would just get smashed so smashed to not feel but i think now now that i'm like yeah that a li- that bit older i'm a lot happier in myself yeah, i could yeah. i could fully go out on a night out have a good night and be sober but what i think yeah. so interesting about that is i think that's really valid and that's like fine but i feel like i don't know anyone that hasn't said basically exactly what you said like what you said like we're now like 21 and we've definitely had that period of our life where we got completely smashed yeah just because we wanted to drown some sort of feeling and now you you get to a certain age where you're like yeah i'll go out and have i'll get drunk but like it's no way like you said to the extent but why does a lot of our age group do that like why do we go through a point where we're like i'm just gonna get smashed every single moment i can yeah and then then you can use it's not experimental it's yeah but i do think it's cultural like but it is cultural but like you get to an age where it's like now it's on the decline where we go to pub nights more now. yeah like, oh, let's go to the pub for a couple but of then days. i think nowadays it's a lot more obvious when people aren't stopping that behavior yeah. in what the same mean? in the same sense as like if people now who still act the same as they used to at our age oh, I mean? okay. and i think this right. sort of links into the question you know you're we asking earlier about taking drugs in a group do you think that when someone becomes like they will take drugs by themselves happily on nights out and stuff like that or like they do them by themselves do you think then it becomes an issue or was it already an issue like it's hard isn't it because it, it depends how far you want to go with it mm. yeah i personally i mean i don't i wouldn't personally like smoke listen i'm talking about smoking weed here. i personally mm. wouldn't smoke on my own but there are some people that do there are yeah. a lot of people that do mm. and also, likewise, I would probably have a few glasses of wine on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But oh, I think, I think, it, I think it depends on mentality. Like smoking weed has become a bit more like some people smoke weed as if like how they would smoke a cigarette. So yeah, after yeah. your day of work, you know, if you have like a cigarette during the day, like if that's your habit, mm. like you know, at the end of the day, you're like oh, I'd really fancy a pint. Not that mentality, right? I think smoking weed is can be classed in the same mentality. Yeah. Some people yeah, like, I just really want the joint tonight. Hardcore drugs like doing coke in the bathroom. I think if you're doing that regularly and on your own, yes, that's an addiction. Uh, everyone yeah. has a reliance on something nowadays. Oh my god, yeah. for sure. A, a Which I think is problematic. Because I will finish if I've had like a stressful day at work. Yeah. Oh my god, I could really do with a glass of wine after that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, is that just as dangerous as being like, I think this is so interesting. Because the long term damage, if you think about it, it's like, because obviously Sue's a psychotherapist, we've talked, spoken about her a lot, but Suze. she always tells Go me how, see. like, a lot of her clients she speaks to, and like, if there's someone who's been smoking weed consistently for a number of years, it Definitely really has them. massive impacts on, like, anxiety, depression. Like, you, you are wiring your brain to be so much more susceptible to mental 
mental health problems Mm -hmm. and it's almost like are we as a generation and even other generations are we prioritizing the short-term oh yeah like thrills and that rather than the long-term people getting smashed and going yeah for a good time not a long time yeah (laughs) live fast die young bad girls doing well um so going off that just wanted to have a quick stat quick statistic quick statistic so in england in 2018 2019 there were 1.26 million hospital administrations related to alcohol consumption that is a lot that's a lot isn't it but is that just is that just young people or is that just that's everyone it was just everyone together okay cool and then in 2018, there were 14,000, just over 14,000 hospital administ- administrations with poisoning of illicit drugs. Yeah. So not as many as I thought. Yeah. I thought way more, to be honest. Which is interesting. I mean, you got to, I guess we've got to take into account the drinking one is 2018 and 2019. Yeah. But I, it is a weird one, isn't it? But I, th- I don't think listening to those statistics, you can argue that like binge drinking isn't doing just as much damage to our mm-hmm. bodies of I course think. i think people are aware of that we're yeah. not saying that that's not a thing i just think because it's legal and you can just buy a drink and yeah. you can do it so like, yeah. in the open no yeah also how many people do you know that drink and how many people do you know that do drugs exactly you know, when you thing. look at it, like ratios yeah the ratio nowhere near as many yeah just think it's quite interesting interesting it's an interesting one i think this could be a good segue maybe to go into so there's a lot of foundations that have been set up trying to do drug testing at festivals so by drug testing i mean that you have a tent in a festival that you take your drugs into Mm. and they test them for you to see what's in them and then they tell you what's in them so that you're aware of it before you take them now this has been a little bit controversial because obviously some Mm. people say that doing this would promote people to taking drugs first was promote a lot more people to do drugs but i think personally i would argue that people are going to be doing drugs and festivals anyway come on like i don't know many people that don't take drugs into festivals let's Mm. be honest Mm. and i think this is a much safer way to make sure that people aren't going to a festival and having like a fatal incident with drugs it's a safer way to protect people and i think it what's also really good is they um like a festival that me and tudor went to they did a big um like screen which showed all of the drugs that are really bad to take at the moment and all the ones that people are trying to sell just to make keep you aware like so so what's your thoughts on this guys and should this maybe be introduced to smaller venues such as clubs and bars like i think it's really good so the thing is you'd be naive to say that drugs don't get into festivals yeah it can do as many same thing with he, drinking. They say you're not really meant to bring your own no. drinking vessels, yeah, are you? Which, exactly. It's so what's the point? Well, they wouldn't stop it because realistically, the the reason people are going to festivals is, is to, to take these that. drugs. Yeah. So if they were more thorough with it's, it, they get way less go. people going to festivals. Yeah. And this is the issue. You'd be like, oh, I won't go to this festival because that's so exactly. true. So you've yeah. got to, you've really not in a horrible way, but you've got to blame the companies as well for this because they are not being exactly. hard enough on it because of this problem. Mm. Yeah, and you've only got to look at the news every single. And every single festival, and unfortunately, you always think, and I did the same. You always think it it wouldn't be me. It's not going to be me. Yeah. Oh my god, one hundred percent. It might be. be, I didn't think it was going to be me. I literally, (laughs) it almost was me. You know, that's the thing. So, uh, I think it's really sad that, like, obviously your story is like terrible i don't want everyone to go out there and like have to go through what you went through to be sort of like anti-drugs i wouldn't say that you're like no. here with a heavy gauntlet being like no drugs but oh God. do you know what i mean but no, imagine yeah. if anyone that goes to a festival has to go through something so terrible to then say yeah. i don't want to do that 
that is why yeah. they have testing. It just stops yeah. someone like Tula having yeah. situations like that. And that's the thing. That's and why I think it's so important. I think when you're young as well, like 17, 18, you don't really think about these consequences. And no, but come on, we did it at 17. Yeah, of course, yeah. And, Reading. And then you go when you were, we went last year and we were only at 21. We thought, bloody hell, we're so old. We did, yeah. We? But every it, oh my god that was so many drugs it's getting younger yeah you don't think about the side effects as much when you're that age no, you and i just think hmm. they're gonna take it in any way so why not protect them protect, protect them. them yeah would we rather really protect idea. more people or see more deaths and this yeah. is really what it boils down to and whatever people say I just think personally that it's a bit but ignorant even, to think that you can help by not testing drugs. But even festivals. with festivals, I'm sure some festivals I don't really know. But if you Googled them and they had like policies, they will probably still say, please don't bring drugs in. Do you know what I mean? This is, this is the, this is the issue. So like, sniffer dogs. Exactly. But yeah. if you even if you say, hi, please don't bring any drugs or alcohol, and you know it's still coming in, I think the best way to do it is doing these testing. And yeah. it's still because illegal. Like, it's still, of course, it's still illegal, but... It's just preventing like a small yeah. amount of people, hopefully not dying. Really. Well, this yeah. is the thing. Like, what what's more important, like, like their life mm. or like the legalities of it? Do you know what I mean? It's mm. just I think it's it's a bit warped. Basically, what I wanted to sort of like go from there. I was talking about like the street value of drugs. Like before doing this podcast, I was trying to do like a little bit of research of like the street value of certain drugs and seeing mm-hmm. sort of statistic wise, like loads of people are doing drugs, like younger, like you said, and it's so popular. I'm just wondering. Why is that? And obviously, it's really fucking hard to find online because it's illegal activity. <laughs> yeah. But um, so what I did, call the So what I did is I just messaged I get a deal? my mate. So like, do you want it? No, not today. But I'm just wondering for research. Really, I'm just researching. I'm including with my podcast. Then hang up the minute. <laughs> so no, basically, like. Um, you know, we're we're not going to act like we're naive. We know people that've done drugs or understand like the value of some drugs. I yeah. do think the street value. Like, I can't come up with any statistics. Sorry, guys, because again, it's illegal. Best. I tried my best, but um, it's getting cheaper and cheaper. Yeah, that's right. the thing. But do you know why it's getting cheaper and cheaper? Why? Because people are cutting it with random crap mm. and selling it off saying As it's the coke same thing, but it's not when it's com- it's just a load of crap cut together because obviously because it's a lot more accessible to become a dealer nowadays people who are think like like smart ass is thinking okay how can i sell more and get more money mm. and not caring about people and just cutting it with random shit it's so crazy yeah. um what i found is this like one study by sky news did this like secret cocaine addiction last year okay. 2019 and they were talking about the research of like basically everyone in the uk is doing it and they found that um what was it out of 8,500 drug users in this like research survey 70% of them took co- cocaine or crack cocaine so out of all the drug users 70% of them were doing coke mm-hmm. and 14% of coke users were seeking help only 14 compared to like um, heroin or Valium or the other okay. ones like the worst drugs you would think like heroin I in my head is worse than coke right Yeah. they were getting more help yeah. than the coke addicts mm-hmm. which was weird because mm-hmm. they were saying like 9 out of 10 users of coke so nine out of ten of them are like fully qualified. They're in employment. Like yeah. it's it's seen as a like middle class drug, but yeah. the users, the people that are taking this cocaine, they're like a student mm. or they're employed. They're just doing it in the bathrooms. Like it's not like 
a homeless drug really no do you know what no. i mean even though it's still it's being seen everywhere but mm-hmm. that's something the media is a little bit to blame for as oh my well God, yeah. so when you look at films it's it's you know it's, it's party it's, drug yeah yeah and it's in a party drug it's rich guys in suits yeah, yeah. okay and it's like Wolf of Wall Street. yeah yeah exactly yeah. but i think it because it's becoming cheaper they were saying literally like everyone is doing it. like you would think oh like they can't afford it but they're doing it they're Everyone's all doing, doing it in pub yeah. toilets and stuff i mean especially like i'm not gonna out our area but obviously we, we live gonna just do it. Yeah. we live in like quiet let's, I know. Like, let's this be person, honest this person, this person this person, i can give you a list no no, no, no but sure. i think we, well, we will have to appreciate we live in quite a middle class area mm, and yeah. i think like the amount like it's i'd probably say it's more common to find people doing coke than like probably just as common finding people who are doing coke as doing weed nowadays i think so and mm-hmm. i think i don't know if you found this that you both sort of worked in the catering business catering community. but um we do coke before we do a shit there we well go. that's the thing we fucking snort coke <laughs> uh, off the tortilla i was gonna say that <laughs> Um, when working in catering I'm not going to like say where I was working when this sort of happened but working in a couple of places and I found that people would sneak off to the toilet like so often I'm like what are they doing like oh, quite naive and I was like what are they doing there? obviously so, like a lot of people like chefs would be taking coke in the bathroom I what is that about work at, like, do I don't think that happened in not quite local. in our little local I'm not gonna lie I didn't read really know like that, but in an old place I used to work at that used to happen yeah. all the time like yeah. I just wanted to slip in a quick thing here that I Go forgot to it. mention earlier but in in terms of like the drug testing at festivals, so I know it's going back, but I just remembered a few stories, which like I think is a really important reason why it should be a thing. But I remember there was one person I knew who got sold a bag of crushed up paracetamol yeah. when they said it was coke, which obviously that's fucking dangerous because Snorting that can kill paracetamol. Because obviously, how many pills cool. of paracetamol have you got crushed up for that? And I also know someone who was sold bath salts. Oh, stop it! And snorted them. Can you not smell that? <laughs> Don't be funny. You get a little bag. I'm of not going to out them. But if you've never done drugs before, but this is you the don't thing. know what they you look like, and, you, and you, you don't kind know, of know what they look like. They're powder, like some sort of powder. Yeah, but if you've not done it, it before, you've not done it, and you get and also a if you crush up bath salts, yeah. I'm, t- I'm talking about the smell. Can you not smell bath salts? Am I being really thick here? Yeah. Like, if you've got a little bag, you can get one unscented. You can get unscented like salt. And this is the thing, like snorting bath salts. No, but no, honestly, but it can fuck up your insides. Yeah. Yeah. And this is sort of linking to like the street value and stuff like that. This is the sort of shit that happens all the time. I'd be fuming. But this is (laughs) the sort of shit that happens all the time, especially at festivals. Mm -hmm. And it's just warped, isn't it? Going sort of before we talk about like legalizing weed, I was watching this documentary on BBC iPlayer. Do watch it if you want to. I'll leave the links somewhere. It's called like Drugs Land and there was this I think I've seen that yeah it's like this Bristol um, MP went to go look at like the misuse of uh, drugs and how like we have a drugs act like the misuse of drugs act is no longer like fit for purpose because it's like 45 years old and like some countries I'm sure people know like Portugal and some um, Scandinavian countries will literally have places where you can safely do drugs that you can safely Mm. do like heroin and stuff and they try and put you in therapy and rehab rather than just like putting you straight into prison which I think the UK are so behind on yeah we need to be able to think of a way of it should be rehabilitation rehabilitation and sort of helping these people like wheeling them off you know wheeling them off heroin instead of like just like oh just throw them in prison and leave them on the streets do you know what I mean Mm. it's so outdated it needs to be it needs to be stopped but then this is the thing and like 
the thing is, like, it, it is it becomes a race thing as well. Like, I don't know if you've seen Thirteenth, oh, but yeah. that's massively in America. No, but it still that. happens. But here. It, the oh thing is, God, what I them. find really frustrating is I know people who have been caught like in possession with like a lot of drugs, and they just get a slap on the wrist, oh and then you God. hear about these people getting incarcerated for years from just possession of a little bit of weed, mm-hmm. and it's the the difference. No it's so it's so sociological, economical, like racial. It's it's just it's awful, really. It's definitely and it's not proportional. I definitely think it's socioeconomical because. One of the guy that was talking in this documentary, um, um, I'm sure we'll just put the sources in at the bottom so you know what I'm saying. I'm not just chatting shit. Um, <laughs> he was he was basically saying like there's a difference between drug use and drug misuse, which I thought yeah. was really interesting, and like drug addiction. Because what we were saying like as young people at uni, I don't know how many of our friends are actually drug like addicts or like misusing no. drugs and they just use drugs. Do you yeah. mean it's very different? And he was basically saying why it's different is that most people use drugs without getting into harm. Like obviously it's horrible what like happened to you, but that doesn't happen to like every mm. person. So people are like, oh, it'll be fine. Mm. I can just take it. Like it won't happen to me. But like the, the most problematic thing was like he was saying child abuse, trauma, poverty, mm. social exclusion, poor education, poor housing, all these factors. Like if you're coming from a poor background and all these things happen to you, it takes drug use to drug misuse, if that makes Mm. sense. Do you want to go into sort of talking about the legalisation of weed? I think that's a big topic we should definitely try and hit today. Hit. Hit. Okay, before we sort of, like, say, like, pros and cons, do you have a stance, both of you? Are you pro-legalising it? A con? Like, are you... Uh, Yes, I am. I am... Which? Pro. Pro, okay. Pro legalised. Are you pro or not? Yes, yes. I am. I'm a pro at everything. <laughs> I'm a pro. Of course. Yeah, I'd say no. I'm pro as well. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I think I am. I just think... Um, it isn't as well. It can be... I know you can get it for medical use, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to bring up like exactly who, but I know a family friend who suffers from seizures. Mm. And um, I know that they have to get the marijuana oil off basically the dark web or whatever oh, it God. is. Can't you just... You know, like, she should be able to get that at the pharmacy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I've got a question yeah. for you guys. Yeah, yeah, would you say that weed is a gateway drug in what sense oh, so you know no. how people always say like if you smoke weed you'll become addicted to everything like that sort of thing you're wrong, you're wrong. where are the stats for that back that up Fucking Karen. give me the stats Karen. give me the stats Karen. Really Karen. the only thing i i would say is obviously if you don't smoke as in just literally just smoking cigarettes obviously with weed you i mean most people would mix it with tobacco mm-hmm. and then obviously you can get addicted to yeah like cigarettes which isn't ideal really no, not really ideal no but no I don't think it's a gateway to I don't, bigger I, drugs I don't think it's a gateway to bigger drugs because I think if you're going to smoke weed regularly you either have a pouch of tobacco or you smoke it without tobacco, or you have a friend. Do you mean like you've already tried a cigarette before? Mm. In my like, it, uh, like you don't regularly smoke, but like if you're smoking weed, usually it's less about cigarettes though, more about like harder drugs. Okay, yep. <laughs> <Try> in. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Maddie. Um, no, basically, I don't think. No, I don't think it's a massive gateway drug. I think no. you, potentially you could try other drugs from starting. I'll start off with weed and mm. try other things, but I don't think it goes into heroin. No. No, not really. Playing devil's advocate here, like it always. Do you know anyone, though, who you would maybe say has a drug problem who doesn't smoke weed? Yes. Do you? Yes. I don't think I do. 
I know someone who um, stopped smoking weed, but this person, I believe, has a drug problem. Okay. But did they? They, they did, used to smoke. But then a lot they of used weed. to smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. yeah. So, but could you say there is a correlation? But I didn't know if that was their starting. It, I do you know what I mean? It could be a different trigger. Would you say though, like, because obviously, I'm still obviously trying to play devil's advocate here. But I think when when you're introducing such drugs, maybe smoking weed, you might get you might get your first sense of picking up or like buying weed, sort of messaging someone yeah, to get I it. Guess so. Do you think that might build your confidence in asking for harder drugs? From that perspective, I think you might be right on that one. Yeah, because I think it's just a different perspective to look at it. You know, it is. It's interesting, but. I'm. I don't want to say from my perspective, but from a university student's perspective, yeah, I kind of see what you mean. I do, but I personally, if you if you want to do, um, what could be classed as a harder drug, and you don't want to necessarily pick up, you just you get someone else to do it. Get someone else to do it. Yeah, and same with weed. I, same with yeah, all the other drugs. I think there are life. some people that take this is what i mean by like the difference between misuse and use and addiction yeah. there are some people that won't have the dealer won't do the pickup but once they're in the club and their mates in the toilet doing a key of cat they're like can i have a key of cat please yeah do you know what I mean and they're the ones i don't know i can't explain it yeah i know what you're saying though. do you know what i mean because th- then they just do it in that situation yeah, it's, it's situational do you know what i mean there are some people that will like you said your friends or some people that you know yeah that will do cat every weekend that's like i think that's an addiction personally yeah but i don't it's, know Maybe it's that's a hard one judgment. isn't it um what we're we gonna do pros and cons pros the quality of drug will not be as lethal um, if you're going to have legalised weed, that was one of our pros. I think that's, yeah, because there'd be a certain standard that you'd have to have the drugs at. So Which is good. realistically, if it was legalised, you couldn't legally sell bad weed. It's like yeah. alcohol. You can't have too yeah. much ethanol in it. Exactly. <laughs> There'll be like limitations, yeah. which I think would be better health-wise for people. That's a good point. Um, yeah. A con. Some say legalising could cost thousands and more people to increase their drug take and become addicted. I think this is utter bullshit because, like, that documentary I was watching before, like, this is, like, a professional. He was a consultant addiction psychiatrist, and he's basically saying the argument against regulations, saying we'd be high all the time, is utter fiction. Because mm. he was, like, saying there's no evidence to relate to that, that we'd all be addicted. And I don't even know if, if you made it legal, maybe it would drop. I think it would drop. for some people, it's, it's that feeling of, illegal, oh, yeah. this is illegal. But it's also, like... You do, not everyone smokes fucking cigarettes anymore, do they? Not everyone you meet exactly. smokes cigarettes. Cigarettes are legal. I think I know do more you know people I mean? that smoke weed but don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. And, I mean, you can smoke cigarettes legal. Yeah, so, so I don't think that's a very good argument. If no, I'm going to play jabbers over that. What's um, the other? The next, so the next pro is the sentencing and arresting of users creates more harm for the individuals and their families and society. Yeah, I agree. We yeah, agree. Like, I think that sort of links to how disproportionate the sentencing can be. Yeah. In the sense mm-hmm. of there'll be some people, I like, I genuinely know people that have been found with like a shit ton on them and we'll just get a slap on the wrist. Whereas there's people in jail that have had, like, who have bag. had a bag of weed on them. Do you know I mean? just don't understand why you are putting someone in prison for something as in my head so low. Mm. like weed is not going to make someone okay it can make people aggressive but like alcohol can be worse like there's more fights well, exactly. that turn out during alcohol like on, like, on a night out the emphasis should be on re- rehabilitation should yeah. yeah if they think it's going to be bad 
And another con is this can affect... Sorry, what do you think, Tos? Sorry. Well, I was just about to say, the only thing I could say about that is if you don't if you don't arrest people, then mm. it's it's that thing of, well, it's only weed and just let them off. And then every, and then it's basically legal, but it's not. Yeah, but I think yeah. this is the you problem. To, you almost have to make arrests. But it they is don't. against the law. And this is the, no. this is the problem, yeah. because I think if it was everywhere was the same sentencing and the same attitude, I think it would make more sense. But that's the problem with it is it's so disproportionate. Yeah. Round here, I guarantee if oh, you were found with a baggie in your, bar, in your car or something, they'd probably just be like, well, don't do it again. It's a warning. Should I go for another con? Yeah, go for another con. Go another con. Um, this could especially affect the young people and the vulnerable. So, so what do we think about that? Will it? I don't know. I feel like there's this massive thing. I mean, you have to admit, I guess, in the sense of being young, you do have a sense of um, you're invincible. And that I think mm-hmm. you, when you're younger especially, and that's often, I think, when you hear people who have got involved with drugs, it is from a younger age. It doesn't usually happen when they're older. Like, if, mm. if they're doing drugs when they're older, it's usually because they've started young. So you can't ignore the correlation between that. But then I don't know if that would be a reason for not legalizing it because they'd still be doing it do you I, know what I, mean? I think in like for example in the netherlands when it was legalized like aren't they like one of the happiest places <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a bit generalized it's just happy people. the netherlands are the happiest people in the world <laughs> because weed is legal no but like as in the, no. the netherlands they're not they've they've legalized weed for fucking however many years they're doing fine do you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. i don't know if it is gonna affect people the way people think it is it's a hard one though isn't it I don't know. If- but I personally think anything in oh god, I should be careful what I say. Anything in moderation. Do a bit of heroin in moderation. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, it's Let's the same go. with alcohol. It, yeah. It, you can't say that alcohol can't be dangerous and the same with weed yeah. but in moderation and mm. I agree with you in that sense I think it's a difficult one though because as I was saying before like psychiatrically mm-hmm. it yeah. has been proven that weed in the long term fucks your brain yeah, yeah. no it does so but I think alcohol, but alcohol, but that's I agree with yeah, that but like, I think we have we can't look at this from like a comparison like well it's not as bad as alcohol like comparison weed and alcohol but I think we have to no, look at it as a separate as issue yeah. yeah no and it definitely we, we have to appreciate that like I do sort of see where the argument's coming from in the sense of there will be no, linking to the younger and vulnerable people there will be people thinking oh well it's legal now it's safe yeah. I don't yeah but I think it will be safer like you said yeah, the course. way it's cut will of be course. safer but then at the same time it's a bit like with the festival thing people are still going to be doing weed if you legalise it or not yeah. so mm. try and make it safer for them safer yeah, mm. yeah and I, I agree with that do you know legalise it now I think now. we we all three two one Legalise. <laughs> so le- Le- I didn't know. Le- lead. No, I never know what she's doing. She's no. leaning into the mic. Three, two, one. <laughs> Three, two, one. I'm going to say something. <laughs> Back to no, God. Oh, Christ. Yes. But maybe we should wrap this up here. Yeah. So yes. I think what we just want to iterate is we are iterate? not sitting here. Reiterate. Oh, it is iterate, isn't it? It's not iterate. Re- reiterate. No, re-iterate. reiterate is to say something that we've already said. Yeah, well, we're saying something. So iterate. You're just saying something. I've never heard I've that. I've never heard of really? it. Get Susan. Ask Susan. Susie! Susan. Right, sorry. That's definitely sorry. Wrong. Okay, sorry. We're trying to reiterate mm-hmm. then that we're not sitting here telling you to go do drugs. If, oh my God, if no. that, That's definitely not what we're like, saying. We're not definitely condoning not. it. And we're also not being like, you should never do it ever. I think we're just trying to have a realistic perspective yeah. from a bunch of 21-year-olds who yeah. sort of... In my personal perspective, going through something quite traumatic, one yeah. might say, I think the main points I'm making is 
I know you say peer pressure is bad, but peer pressure can be so small and you don't even realize. Yeah. By saying you will have a good time doing this um, or literally anything or passing someone a joint that doesn't smoke and being like, oh, it's all right. Mm. that is all peer pressure yeah and it shouldn't it shouldn't be done and you gotta remember as much as it's horrible to say that will be on your conscience yeah if it goes wrong and this is the thing i think that's a perfect way to end perfect oh, <laughs> oh yeah oh so uh, <laughs> you smashed it um, well thank you for coming yeah. on yeah thank you so much tools oh it's been insightful it's, it's been, been a dream it's an absolute dream eh? i think we've done quite well i know we've interrupted each other but we've done quite well for the three of us we've for the done three of well. us yeah we do scream over each other we sometimes <laughs> my point now back to me <laughs> Mate, <laughs> I think we're we're all just very passionate. God, what I would think. I? We I think it's the thing, but um, no, it's been a, it's been lovely and uh, beautiful. Yeah, thanks very much for listening. Instagram at two and a half. Follow me when you're famous. Hey. Oh yeah, we'll we'll drop your we'll drop her stuff in. We'll drop her stuff in, we'll won't we? We'll drop her stuff in. <laughs> but yeah, uh, see Bye. you later, guys. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.